When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social and Association with HouseOfBoxing.com. William Hill. How are we, Frank? Good, mate. How are you? Good, sir. It's been a minute. Um, I don't really know why. Oh, I suppose KSI Fury, um, the madness that unfolds. I suppose that's a great way to start. What did you make of it all? Look, it was a, a tremendous build-up, huge event. Um, I mean, the main event wasn't as entertaining, I don't think. I thought the uh, I watched the Slim, is it Slim's and uh, Salt Pappy? That was great. Wasabi. Slim no S. Slim, no Slim no S. All right, him and Wasabi as well. What, the tag team? No, who was the other one? Slim versus Salt Pappy. Dean the Great Dean versus Walid Shark. Yeah, I watched that. That was good. And uh, yeah, but the main event, and then Logan Paul just ended up in an all-out security brawl. So you know, it was uh, it, it was different. It was entertaining, mate. Um, so yeah. What did you make of John Fury's antics throughout the week? I didn't see. What did he do? He was smashing the glass. He headbutted the glass. Yeah. He took his top off. He showed KSI's bum. Did he? Lovely. Uh, typical John Fury style. You know, typical John Fury style, Charles. He's now hit out at KSI. I don't know why we've started on this. It's a great way to start. And said that KSI must pay up his $200,000 debt on the bet. Do you think that happens? I think he should pay up his $200,000 debt on the bet, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but, like... <laughs> I was just saying that to keep... Whatever John says, like, I think I agree with, to be honest. I, I reiterate those words. Uh, we're here in Liverpool. Catrell Linares. Um, I suppose a bit of a last chance hurrah for Linares, it would be fair to say. But also... You know, you can't switch off. He has to be on his A game. We know that there could be some big fights. And this is a big fight, right? A lot of tickets being sold and have been sold in terms of Saturday. Can't switch off on this one. No, 100%. 100%. Look, Jack's had, uh, I think he was 18 months out of the ring or maybe even more from when he had his fight back with us, his debut with us back in May. The key was to keep him active and he wanted a real fight. You know, Jorge Linares has got, we all know what he's done in his career and I think he's still got something left to give. It's not a foregone conclusion. This is a tough fight against Jorge Linares. 
Let's talk Jorge Lenar as we know that him he's come in with Robert Diaz. It's a, they're talking a great game already. I saw on Instagram last night. Um, they really are up for this fight. Like you say, can't switch off. I suppose on the back end of that though, could be eyeing up a big fight after this. The Josh Taylor rematch, I suppose, is something that's always there. Really needs a good performance and especially in front of a big crowd. Yeah, 100%. Look, that, that fight you mentioned there, Josh Taylor, is definitely the fight we want to make. Um, it's the fight that makes the most sense. Uh, Jack Cattrall deserves his chance because you know he won that first. He should have won that the first time around, so he deserves that chance. I think that's definitely the fight we'll, we'll be completely focused on after this. But he can't look past Jorge Linares. As I say, Linares has been in with the best for years and years and years. And you know, age. Although you know we've seen he's had some losses recently, I don't think you can write him off for that at all. Um, and I think you know. Jack's trained for a real fight here against Jorge Linares and that's what we're going to see and a stacked undercard top to bottom as well. Just let you touch on that undercard, we know that obviously a couple of the charges from that Jamie Moore Jim involved as well. Uh, I'm just looking over there, Akib Fiaz who I just mentioned in a great fight with Reese Bellotti who's coming off a strong wing, Akib hurt in his last fight, um, a lot of ticket sellers, a, a good night expected Saturday. Yeah 100%, I think Akib, Akib against Reese Bellotti is one of the fights of the night on Saturday, can't wait for that one obviously. Um, as you say, Peter McGrail's back as well, you know he's had an unfortunate time with injuries but he's back out. Get a, uh, you know he's stepping up at, uh, on Saturday night and then getting back out quickly after that. Hopefully by the end of this year as well, which will be great. Um, you know, got Shab Shabazz Masood on the card as well. Got Khalil Majid back out on the card. Jack Turner's on the card. Sold a thousand tickets. Um, you know, stacked top to bottom, and it's going to be a going to be a fun night in there. You know, great atmosphere. You know, it's going to be a packed out Echo Arena, and looking forward to it. M&S Bank Arena. It's not Echo Arena anymore. I got it wrong. Sorry. Shout out M&S. Yeah, um, you were expected to clash with uh, Joshua Boatsy versus Dan Aziz. On Tuesday, that fight was pulled. Now, back when I was in Orlando, Eddie did say that he had a feeling that this fight wouldn't happen. Was there anything in that? And has this come as a, come as a, as a surprise to you at all, Frank? No, look, I think... A lot of people have been talking about a potential issue with the fight or, you know, it not going ahead. Um, so, you know, it was surprising that it was Tuesday of fight week. You know, training, the fighters don't really train that heavy fight week, even Monday, you know. So, no, it was surprising. Um, it's what it is. It's never good to see show. It's great they managed to keep the show on um, and the undercard fighters get paid. But, uh, yeah, very strange. What was it in September that led yourself and Eddie to sort of feel like it perhaps wasn't going to be going on back then? And why do you think it maybe would have taken so long to get to this point now? Uh, because it had sold about 1,500 tickets is the reality. Um, but look, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that's the reason it's not happening. But it's very strange. It all happens on fight week. And, uh, you know, they're now not refunding money to people, probably because they need a bit of cash flow in the bank. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's look. It's never well done on keeping the show on. It's never good for these things. Uh, never good for the sport. Um, you know, late last minute injuries. But it is what it is. But I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that's what I thought. Maybe in September. San Francisco Haney Progray was announced a launch press conference there and back. I think for a day. Did you go as well, or was it just? No, I was in Monaco actually. I was sunning myself up in meetings in Monaco. I get the easy job, mate. He has to go and do the hard work. Um, yeah, great press conference out there, the two of them. It's exactly what we expected. You know, it carried on yesterday as well. We filmed the face-off. It was more back and forth between the teams. Um, saw they met Steph Curry as well, and Steph didn't post Eddie. He just posted Devon, so he mugged Eddie off. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, great build up. It's going to be a massive build up that fight. It's going to do huge numbers. Um, sorry. Okay. Sorry, my dad. Go on. You have it. Back. So eager. Why is Devin the A side on the poster when Progre is sort of the champ at 140? Look, I think you have to look at commercial, the commercial side of the sport at the same time. You know, Devin Haney is the bigger name. He's been on pay per view, he's undisputed, coming up from 135. Um, and when it comes to these things, like I'm probably. I always say, don't worry about names, don't worry about who's walking, it's irrelevant. As long as you get paid, and Regis Progre is getting paid in a big fight. Um, and I think that's the key. So, you know, all these things, they, they, it, sometimes it means fights don't happen. It's the, it's the wrong reason for a fight not to happen because whose name comes first. Am I right in thinking Matchroom have booked the Principality Stadium for December the 23rd? No. Categorically not? Categorically not. Okay, um, interesting. In terms of that fight, Conor Ben, Chris Eubank Jr., um, is the plan still to go ahead with the December 23rd day? We're ongoing with talks at the minute with everyone involved. You know, I spoke to Callis Allen, yes, Callis Allen yesterday. Uh, conversations ongoing with DAZN and hopefully news soon on that. Look, we want, that is the natural fight to happen, you know, and uh, we're working very hard. And as soon as there is news, Charles, there will be an announcement. Um, but you told me the announcements on Saturday, so let's see. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think it may be. So. Maybe. But you're like the master bluffer. I've asked you things before you've said no, and they've ended up being true. So I'm a bluffer, isn't I? Yeah. I mean, I would hope so if asking me. Don't play poker with me, mate. I play poker anyway, mate. Bit young for that. Well, not young, but just haven't learnt the ropes of it. Anthony Joshua, next fight, looking like December 2024 now. December 2024? 2024. Look, it's all part of these discussions around the timings as well, around these fights. You know, January also a possibility. So this is all, everything that's playing out concurrently now. There's a lot of talk also about, obviously, Fury Usyk being December 23rd. So lots going on, lots happening, and that's what we're working through right now. Mentioned Fury Usyk potentially being 23rd. I don't think that will be likely. Alexander Usyk's come out and said that he wants like a 14 to 12 week camp. I imagine that involves the pre-camp side of stuff and that that wouldn't be a preferable date for him. Looks like we won't see that fight December 23rd. I know you've just said maybe, but what are you, what's your gut feeling? I don't know. Look, we're not involved, obviously, but I would be, I've always said I would be surprised if that happened on December 23rd because of the sheer workload and the size of the fight and how much you want to build a fight of that scale. You know, it's seven weeks after the October 28th day. I don't think it's likely, but then again, when it, like I say, it's not, not for our conversation really to have. Um, but let's see. Fury and Garnu next week. It's going to be a big spectacle. Uh, a lot of people assume, and I think we think it's going to be quite straightforward for Tyson, but what is your prediction and what are your thoughts on the event itself? Look, it's a huge event. I was driving through London this morning on the way here and the, saw the GEA and Riyadh season. I got... Uh, um, They've got the artwork up in, what's the square in London? You know the one with all the screens, that one, I forgot what it's called. Oh, let's worry about it later. But, yeah, that, with all the screens and everything, and amazing, look, they're pushing it everywhere. And uh, it's a massive event, it's going to be a massive spectacle. When it comes to the fight, I don't know enough about boxing, Charles. Uh, I, think it, I think it can be intriguing while it lasts. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's a, it's a massive event. So, look, it's a bit, you know, like... All of these spectacles, I think, you know, like people complain about misfits, for example. I don't think they're detrimental for the sport. If you're going to buy it, you're going to watch it. It's an entertainment. And if it brings in eyeballs and it's delivered to a high level and, pro you know, the production's a high level, it's going to bring in a new audience, which is only beneficial. So just like this, maybe the fight's not going to be as high level as 
as Tyson Fury fighting Alexander Usyk. No, but you're buying into the entertainment as well around it um, and the story. So you know, look, it's all it's all good, all good. Give me a prediction. But honestly, I don't know, mate. Uh, Tyson Fury knocks him out in four rounds. Thank you very much. We have to do a little prediction show now, so I'm just clipping everything together, making sure we got that one crossed off. Um, just in general, um, I don't know, actually. I, I sort of was going to hit you with something else on the topic, but you've sort of answered it. On the card, uh, Fabio Wardley, David Adelaide, it originally wasn't going to be for the British. Now it has uh, been sanctioned for the British. What do you make of that? It's an interesting move by the British Boxing Board of Control. Obviously, they've never, uh, they've never sanctioned a fight for the British title outside of, outside of Britain. So uh, it's a big move. Um, it's a great fight. It's a great fight, Fabio Wardley, David, David Adelaide. The reality is, after the build-up it's had and the back and forth they've had, it doesn't really even need a belt of any type. Belt's always great, but you know they've they've uh, they've built it up in their own right. So uh, great fight, and I, I think Fabio Wardley, I think he gets the win. You see yourself working with him again? Hopefully, look, we have a great relationship with Fabio. Maybe maybe in time we will. Um, but wish him all the best. Just lastly on Anthony Joshua, before I got a little bit sidetracked, um, you threw so many things at me and I didn't know where I was. Otto Wallin has been ranked higher than Anthony Joshua in the IBF. I know you were speaking about potentially doing that Hergovic fight. Have you spoke to the IBF? Could that affect plans? We're, at, we're in discussions with everyone, you know, on all sides. Obviously, we represent Philip Hergovic as well, who's number one ranked. Um, and Otto Wallin won an eliminator fight for the number two position when he fought Gassiev. Um, so yeah, look, conversations are ongoing with everyone about what's the best route to, to take and what's the best fights to be made. So let's see how things go. Frank Smith, I think the presser may be starting in the next couple of minutes, so I will let you go, good sir. Final message to the people? See you tonight at the Fools Irish Stout Party. Part. Go. I'll pop in there, mate. Do, I'm not you usually do sit in the corner of the room and watch people and what do you mean watch people you do you keep an eye on everyone don't you bit making sure I like, I like make sure everything's running smoothly and you know being quiet in the corner Frank Smith as always thank you for speaking to us at boxing social sports social podcast network hey guys it is Ryan I'm not sure if you know this about me but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.